Clinician Insider is a bi-monthly series centering conversations within the clinical community that promote personal and professional growth. On this episode, Drs. Naveen Kapoor and Raj Taval discuss ways to get involved in professional organizations and societies. So Raj, you know, one of the questions that always comes up, you know, especially from trainees and junior faculty, is how to get involved with societies. I mean, I think they, they're trying to figure out, should they get involved? Is it worth it? Right. And how do they get involved? So what, I mean, how did you get involved? I mean, that's a great question. And I kind of took a obtuse path, you know, now that we're, we're here and we're involved in so many different things. You know, as a fellow and a trainee, I always looked up to all these people and you wonder, wow, will I ever get there? Will I ever be like that? And you kind of cower in their greatness um, and you think you'll never be able to do it. But, you know, you start putting out abstracts, you start putting out small research articles, you start kind of volunteering information and kind of showing what you can do and being present, being active, uh, cross-pollinating and kind of get out and network with people yeah. really makes all the difference in the world. And as someone that never thought they would end up involved in any of this, it's been a phenomenal opportunity. And I think it creates a lot of cross-pollination and a lot of development, not only personally, but professionally and clinically as well. Um, what about you? How do you? Yeah, I mean, I think it's, uh, you know, it's, a, it's an interesting question. You know, we come out of training and, uh, you know, especially with your first job or even if you're an interventional fellow, you're so focused on clinical work. Right. You know, but one of the great things about interventional is that our clinical work is always on the cutting edge. And so every case we learn something from. Of course. Right? So no matter how minor the teaching point is, or you know, if there's a complication, then it's a lot of teaching points. So every single day is a day of learning in the cath lab, right. right? No matter what. And so I think you know, I started off just by operating as much as possible, trying to be the highest volume operator, but also taking on complex cases with appropriate mentorship. Right. And you know, writing down literally what it, what did I learn from that case? And the practice of like putting together a PowerPoint presentation on a case, right. you know, really fo- forces you to relook at the angiograms, think about it. What are the main takeaway points? And I think that's like the lowest point of you know entry. You can start by just taking your day-to-day practice and submitting those cases, and that really helps because we learn so much from each other all of the time. Course. We learn an immense amount from you, and when you get up there and talk about you know um, large bore access transaxillary approaches, uh, for you that may just be another day in the office, but for hundreds of thousands of other people that's like a really new thing, and so I think that's probably the the, the basis for entry. And then from there, you know, when you get into the, that's a great entree into the meetings. Of and course. When you st- then you start to attend the different sessions. You know, it's very important to ask questions. Uh, it takes a little bit of courage to get up there and ask a question. But no question is, I've never seen anybody at a meeting get poo-pooed for asking uh, a simplistic or potentially naive question. I think right. all questions are valid. It's what the meeting is designed for. And then as you start to engage and you get enough volume and experience, you can start to turn that uh, that day-to-day practice into a question-answering machine. Right. And you can start to collect data as you've done. You can start to write review uh, articles. Just by networking with folks at the meeting, people are going to, they're always looking for people to help write, um, you know, projects, get on guideline writing committees. And then, you know, as you know, the SCAI and CRF and TCT have mechanisms to join and actually shoot in an email saying, hey, listen, I'd love to participate on this panel or on this session. Right. And they're always looking for people. So I think it's it's critically important because as interventionalists, it's lifelong learning. And if 
if we weren't doing this, we would become obsolete right. in about two or three years. And you'd be doing a disservice to your patients, right. a disservice to your practice, and you know, a disservice to the field. Yeah. So I think it's almost mandatory that we should all get involved. And um, you know, a great way to start is with case-based learning. Yeah. And I think it's probably one of the best fields in the sense where everything is progressing and changing. And as we learn from one another, it helps us move the envelope and move the needle forward. Um, I mean, we all learn so much, even from the fellows, even from the attendings. Um, and you look at these people and you all get so intimidated, I think, at points. Uh, but when you get to know them and feel comfortable, you'll understand and see how humble and, and really how dedicated everybody here is to education yeah. and kind of being inclusive rather than exclusive. Yeah, it's great. Catch new episodes of Clinician Insider on the 15th and 30th of every month. Follow us on Twitter to join the conversation at Clinician Inside and send us your topic suggestions at clinicianinsider at crf.org. Thanks for listening.